1: This is Allison Kentos. I am an early childhood educator.
2: And this is Cindy Tarabush. I am an early childhood consultant.
1: This podcast is for parents and early childhood professionals.
2: Let our experience and research-based knowledge become your guide. Happy Monday, preschool peeps. Hi, peeps. We have some exciting news, or at least we think it's exciting. (laughs) Uh, Allison and I had been talking about taking a winter break from the podcast. That's not the good part. So we were talking about, you know, we sort of needed a break like everybody does this year, I guess. And we wanted to take a break from recording. and We weren't sure what to do. And then we remembered we have episodes that we recorded right before the pandemic started that were never released.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they were some good episodes too, man. <laughs> really were. So yeah.
2: for the next
1: three Mondays,
2: we are releasing the Lost Episodes of the How Preschool De- Teachers Do It podcast. You all didn't even know we had Lost Episodes, yeah. but we do. But we do. <laughs> yeah. we do. So we are um, really excited about releasing the Lost Episodes. They were recording the time before this pandemic. The topics are still very relevant, very though, because valid. children are children, pandemic or no, and yeah. they don't relate at all the pandemic. We didn't know it was coming. I know, so, And in a way,
1: that's kind of nice that there are episodes yeah. out there that we don't even mention COVID because we didn't know it existed back then. And that's kind of nice.
2: <laughs> that is. So we hope you so enjoy it, <laughs> right? Enjoy the lost episodes. Here's the thing about the lost episodes. The, they were recorded before we started doing video for YouTube. Yeah. So we don't have video uh, to put on YouTube for them. The Lost Episodes are being featured on just... You like that, Allison? Feature. <laughs> I like that. Feature. Just, I made that up. <laughs> just on podcast providers that you listen to. So it could be Apple Podcasts. Isn't that formerly known as iTunes? I don't know if it's still I iTunes. I believe
1: that is formerly known as that, but...
2: Maybe. Um, Google Play. <laughs> yeah iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio
1: Spotify Spotify SoundCloud SoundCloud Spreaker uh, Amazon Music. Amazon Music.
2: <laughs> um anywhere. All the all the Android podcast apps, all the iOS podcast apps, wherever you listen, you can pretty much find us by now, which excites us always so much. I like that, but yeah. so, so <laughs> listen to us somewhere unfortunately if you're watching us on youtube right now we just don't have anything this was be pre-youtube we invite you to, to listen to us um uh, without seeing us but then come back we yeah. will be once again back live but not live we will be back with <laughs> new episodes let's do it that we will be back with new ep- episodes starting the first monday of january january mm-hmm. 4th, 4th i believe it is yes. 2021 yeah, so we'll be back in the new year, which I fear is going to feel a lot like this year to start. But yeah, that's when that's when we will have day. <laughs> <two> <laughs> brandy yeah. new episodes starting January fourth. But again, yeah. you know, don't feel like oh my gosh, what three weeks without the podcast? Nope, no lost episodes.
1: Have no fear. <laughs> yes, <Yeah.
2: laughs> and and leading into that, Allison and I were kind of like, what relevant topic can we teach people about? that has relevance at this time of year for a lot of people, but really all year when you think about it. Yeah, And that's why the title of this podcast is When They Only Want the Box. <laughs> you know that's going to happen. It's going to happen. There are, there are <laughs> Gift giving holidays coming up. Uh, children get gifts usually throughout the year for other reasons like birthdays and whatever. And you know with very young children, you're so excited as adults about what you're giving them. You rip open the paper, and now they're just interested in the paper. You yeah. take off the bows, and they're reaching <laughs> for the bows. Yes. And then you pull the toy out of the box, and they reach for the box. The box,
1: yes. And you're like, why did I buy the gift? I should have just bought them a box. Yes.
2: I <laughs> and asked the supermarket for a True. box. I, I can't even <laughs> yes. remember how many times my husband and I said that to each other when the boys were little. We were like, oh my gosh, he's in the box again. Especially when they were very little. and the And the wrapping paper and the crinkling of the wrapping paper yeah. attracted them when they were very little. But even as they got older, like we would take something really big out of a box and, and some child inevitably said this would be a good fort. Yes, yeah, I just, spent, I have really I just good... spent all the money on what was
1: <laughs> in it. Yes, I have really good memories of like when my parents bought a new refrigerator and we kept the box and we decorated it in yes. my living room and it was this big long box because you know, A refrigerator when you're a kid is towering over you. And oh my God, we cut like windows out of it. I mean, it was amazing. We kept it until it died. Okay. And I remember that as a kid because you can turn all of those things into anything you want, you know? I remember bringing them in when
2: I taught too, when I taught young children, if I got some (laughs) delivery that was big boxes, I remember bringing in the box and we created such great things out of it. We made boats and we made trains and we made, like we made, okay. And again, until it really just fell apart, the kids loved playing in this box. There are reasons for these things, you know, and, and it's, I know that you're thinking, I just broke the bank on the toy that was in it. Just know that it's really part of their development because children love real things. Things and that Real teaches things. us something, yeah. you know. Yeah. The very young children. We're talking about children up to about age two and a half, sometimes three. They're a sensory motor, said Jean Piaget, the theorist, which means they they need sensory input to understand their world. So they're always seeking the sensory input. That's why they like the crinkling of the paper. That's why they like the feel of the bow. Yeah. That's why you can't even get the paper away from them while you're saying, but the toy is over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, about the toy? And then <laughs> yeah. Right? And then, yeah. as they get older and they start to pretend with the boxes. So Piaget also told us, or taught us that at somewhere around two and a half, three years old, children start to pretend. And that's how we know they're moving on to the next stage of development. And when they start to pretend, that doesn't mean they need a thousand toys. Now, I know you just- maybe bought a thousand toys, but it doesn't mean they need a thousand toys. They can pretend in an empty room. They can pretend with anything. And, and honestly, children just love to explore real items, especially household items, especially things they have seen you use because to them that's grown up, you know, to manipulate the things they've seen you use and to try and figure out how these things that are a part of their real world
1: operate. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they see you using it. So they kind of have an idea of what it does, you know, but for them to manipulate it, then they're like, Oh, you know, like if they see you using a spatula for flipping pancakes or whatever, they see it, but if you actually give it to them, then they can kind of figure it out. And they'll also figure out other things that it could do, <laughs> you know, I like mean, that frankly, you would have never thought of. Yeah. Frankly,
2: frankly, so many years of working with young children. I know you probably buy them toy spatulas, but they will play longer with the adult spatula. The, um, yeah. If you can, if you have things in your household that are safe for young children and you can give it to them to, to use while you're cooking, play with it other times, you will find that they probably will play more uh, complex with it, more yeah. uh, deeper thinking, deeper play, more complex interaction. With the real items than with the toys. And that's just the truth. You know, am I saying don't buy toys? I'm absolutely not. Yeah. Buy toys. They also enjoy toys. I'm not saying they don't like toys. I'm saying the real life items give them deeper exploration. So can, they could have fun with the toys, but it's real things that they truly are. In- encapsulate What's the word I'm looking for? Not encapsulate. That they Absolutely. truly are like in, uh, entranced by yeah. the real enamored, enamored, enamored with. Like yeah, up yeah. go yeah. with good words. They weren't Look the original this. word, but whatever.
1: Building um, vocabulary I, right here. <laughs> we are.
2: I, I, I think you know we have to consider that. Yeah, I'm going to buy my kids toys. You're going to buy your kids toys. For and, sure. You know, good for you, if and you, you can, yeah. if you can do it, if <laughs> yeah. you can afford the toys, have yeah. a good time. You can afford it. But go for it. Yeah, go for it. And if you can't. And this is a year when people are really struggling, and some real. people may be really struggling with this holiday season. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Do what you can. They're gonna play anyway. Yeah. Give them real things that are safe from your home to play with, and they'll yeah. still play. It's yeah. all right. The, it's all right. We don't. We don't have to um, stress ourselves out so much. It's you know what it is. It's it's marketing. That's what it's it marketing. is. Marketing.
1: And it's a, it's a little bit of convincing like convincing uh, you, convincing uh, yeah, us of that what you they need, need it, at- and and society yeah. pressures, I think, too. Like you, you compare your Christmas with the other people's Christmases at your childcare center or whatever it is, and it's like, no, just give your kid the best that you can give. You know, like, and that, and sometimes I feel like the best you can give is like just being together is a big deal for kids. You know, so yes. like, don't feel like you have to buy like this big fancy. Whatever it is, you know, and break your bank over it, and then get frustrated when they just play with the box, you know, because you broke the bank <laughs> on it, you yeah. know. So like,
2: they're yeah, going so to do they're, that.
1: They're going um, to do I, that, but like, yeah, don't feel like you need to stress out over it. But uh, that's why, it, whether yeah. you've purchased, broke the bank or
2: not, whatever you've done, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's why they go for the box. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why they go for those things. So think about that, you know. Don't. It's fine, and if you give them time with the box they will wander over to whatever it is you bought in their own time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it could become their favorite toy and uh, still let them have the box to pretend with too. It's an open-ended material. That's the thing. So open-ended materials, um, a box, for example, can become whatever the children want it to become. When I give them a toy kitchen set, that's pretty much either a toy home kitchen or a restaurant that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's more closed. The ideas are more closed because I have handed you a kitchen set. There's nothing wrong with them handing them that kitchen set. They also need to have open-ended items like boxes, like, um, you know, or even things that are a little more, um, well, I'm thinking of boxes, things that are particular things, but they're real. Like if you have cereal boxes in your home and you finish the cereal, uh you know glue shut the flap on the box and give them that to play with they'll love to play with those real cereal boxes and and the real oatmeal containers and yeah because you love that in their toy kitchen and their their toy and i
1: feel like they play with that stuff more so like even though a lot of these toy kitchens come with like this pretend food right pretend some of them even come with like the pretend boxes and they make the boxes yes. try to look like, you know, the real thing, they will bypass that for the actual real thing, you know, like the actual real cereal box, even though there's this pretend cereal box here, because this even the choice, mm-hmm. is, yeah, this is in their world. And this is just a replica of what's in their world, you know? So like, they they want what's real, what they see you use, what they see in their environment they want the real stuff that stuff they understand more
2: i think and let's let's think about more open-ended materials so a plain box is open-ended they can do whatever they want with it
1: here's one that's a little controversial on the playground i find sticks Uh-oh. yes that's sticks. open-ended material that's it's an open-ended material but it's a nature, lot of,
2: but open-ended. a lot of
1: teachers or parents don't want their kids playing with sticks for very valid reasons you know you'll poke mm-hmm. your eye out kind of thing but i always feel like as long as you are doing it safely go for it because I have seen sticks turn into like magnificent things that I would have never thought of, you know, like, and so there's, to me, there's no harm as long as they're being supervised to be safe with that item. You also
2: know? open-ended toy blocks without telling blocks. them what to build open-ended, they can create. Ultimately children want to be creative because they're exercising those creative muscles and, you know, and they're trying to learn what it is to create by about age um somewhere between three and five depending on the child they start to become creators and we need to encourage that because those creators will become innovators someday so give them the open-ended yeah
1: i have given and Uh, I'm telling you, other teachers have given me strange looks about this. I have saved like a lot of like weird stuff. Okay. You know, like (laughs) like pop, not like popsicle sticks, which is somewhat normal, but like toilet paper rolls, paper towel rolls. Those are all open-ended. All open-ended. And I would give them to the kids. Like I would put them in the block area and be like, build what you want with them. They're like, oh, but they're not blocks. I'm like, but you could still build with them. And then I'd find these, the kids be like, wow, look at this thing that I built out of like cardboard pieces. And like, Toilet paper rolls. And to me, that gives them like, yeah, they know how to play with blocks. They've played with blocks before. This gives them just a little bit of a different way to play because stacking blocks, which are flat, is easier sometimes to balance than these other things that might not be the right shape or the right size or the right slant you know and it makes their brain start thinking like oh wait I need to fix this so that it does stay straight
2: yeah you know it
1: just gives you a little bit of a different feel to it okay
2: so you know I guess what we're (laughs) saying is let them go for the box save your toilet paper and paper towel rolls when you finish your toilet paper and paper towels Uh, give them those sorts of things intentionally to play with see what you have in your home that's safe things like, uh, spatulas that won't hurt them. Yeah. Um, I know people now are thinking like the child's going to use it like a fly swatter on a sibling, but, <laughs> you know, see what you have. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: You know, yeah. they build forts and they create things and think about when they build forts, you know, ordinarily children are using real materials, like boxes, real blankets, and how much do they love doing that? So, uh, you know what they go for the box it's fine they'll eventually go for your toy and when they do see if you can enhance the toy with some real items like adding empty cereal boxes to the kitchen set that sort of thing yeah
1: you know yeah. Fabric, or or even strings like all sorts of things yeah, i would just keep as adding long as they're
2: safe for the age group you know yeah. i or you know kids who love to play dress up but no matter mm-hmm. what if they're dressing up as superheroes or they're dressing up as i don't know um princes and princesses or whatever it is they're dressing up as yeah. give them real items to do that with too like gloves you no longer want um a, you know a pair of socks um old phone um, old, yes. old coat old coat to coats, make a cape out old,
1: of old telephones to me like ones that you you know how like you get a new phone and you just the do other people still do
2: that i feel like we trade them in for do next know. iphone <laughs>
1: No, but you, yeah, but sometimes I'm sure people have like old stuff like that. Household landlines Households, or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Household yeah. landlines. My mom still has one, you know, or like, you know, they would love that kind of stuff. You know, it's <laughs> give them anything that you're not going to use anymore. You know, yeah. you're right. Like old coats, old gloves, old shoes, you know, <laughs> like, just give them.
2: Yeah. Let them do it. It's, it's really part of their normal development yeah. exploration of the world. So, you know when they just want the box, yeah. <laughs> smile and nod and give them yeah. a few minutes.
1: Just let them have
2: it, uh, yeah. Let them, that's it. Don't kind of go, oh my gosh, the toy's over here. Don't <laughs> and not you I know another thing is you would be amazed at how much, how often um, we'll say things unintentionally and then kids get all, you know, a little embarrassed or a little upset. Like if we kind of go, why are you at the box? They begin to wonder oh, about yeah. their own feelings or their own thoughts. So I think that we need to just respect their exploration and let them go.
1: Yeah, let it do it. Do it with them. You know, if you'd be like, oh, cool. It is kind of fun. It's fun. (laughs) Yeah, it is.
2: Uh, So we're going to um, slowly but surely maybe wrap this up. But we want to start doing that by wishing you all a very safe, emphasize safe holiday season. Yeah, uh, and if you, for some reason, weren't listening at the beginning of the episode, we're going to say again: over the next three weeks, we're releasing the lost episodes—the episodes that we recorded <laughs> just before the pandemic started, before we knew there would be a pandemic—that we then did not release because we had to address the pandemic. So yeah. those those episodes are being released on podcast providers that you listen to, not YouTube, because we weren't recording them. And that summarizes what we said in the beginning of the episode. I I would like to take this juncture at sort of the end of what has been a challenging year and tell you all that one of the bright spots I I know I speak for you too, Allison, one of the bright spots in this year has been the emails the contacts through our website and the comments on facebook about the difference this podcast has made in the lives of teachers and parents that has is one of the things that has made both of us smile when we were really feeling kind of down and challenged and scared and all of that and i want to thank you all for do, giving us that feedback, you don't have to. We realize no, that you realize absolutely that. <laughs> don't have to sit down yeah. and write to us either, as a yeah. Facebook message or as a contact form through our website, and say, "Hey, hey, ladies, I just want to tell you that you know I found you and I love your podcast. You're yeah. taking the time to do that, and I want to acknowledge it.
1: We also right. hope that you're going to take the time to do what, Allison, rate right, us five stars, <laughs> right, yes. on any of those." Um, podcast apps or wherever you can find YouTube. your podcast YouTube, I don't, I don't, we don't, like even. I don't YouTube, think you can rate on YouTube. that's why I yeah. stopped myself because then I'm yeah, gonna date myself can. about how I don't know technology <laughs> 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 so I, I, I was like who <laughs> you, know,
2: you know I read the most interesting thing that for every I think it's for everyone marginal or negative thing said on social media about a business or a person it takes uh, something like, Quadruple positive remarks to negate the negative one.
1: Oh wow!
2: So that's you know crazy. that's why we're always saying, please give us five stars. <laughs> you just don't know. Yeah. You, know. you never know, we're not but... going to be everybody's cup of tea. That's for sure. But I,
3: we that. but we can live yeah, with that.
2: But we appreciate it, and we appreciate your contact. And again, please be safe. Have a as joyous a time as you can. Let's bring on Lucky 21 and and hope that it it (laughs) just begins after this winter to just get better and better. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah. So listen to us over the next few weeks and we will actually be back on video and January 4th, January 4th, 2021. See you then.
1: See you then.